0: Reality shows are full of grifters. People just want to 100%. be on TV. Yeah, yeah. So casting. they want to be on TV. Yeah, and the casting, and then uh, and there's some seasons that just bat kind of horrible people. I don't. I'm not really that. that I don't mind so much. <laughs> so. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually-oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everyone, welcome to Dr. After Dark. We appreciate you being here as always. Love those emails at drafterdark at gmail.com and love even more the voice messages at 818 253 1693. And don't forget the merch at store.ymhstudios.com. My privilege to welcome today our guest. It is, of course, Rob Eiler. You know him, that's right. You know him from (laughs) Pajama Pants and, of course, where my mom's at as well. (laughs) And uh, used to know him from The Sopranos, but I think of you now more in terms of Pajama Pants and, uh, uh, good to see you after all, it's been a little while Yeah, thanks for having me, this is great In fact, I think I was in your studio doing Trash Tuesday recently And I don't think you guys are in that studio anymore, right? Yeah, that's right Because I said, oh, I've been here before, I did pajama pants here And they go, they're not here anymore Wow, so good memory. I didn't, memory. I didn't I where... even think you'd remember doing pajama pants. Oh, no, that was fun. Well, you guys, I think, were kind of just getting started then. We were just getting yeah, started. Yeah, and I could tell it was going to be a good, popular podcast. It was very Thank well done. You. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I, you know, I wanted to apologize for when I had you on. Because, Whatever you're going
0: to say, you don't need to apologize because I, right, well, no, I have no issues. Totally, but it so, was
1: like, I feel like, because you were our first guest, that wasn't just like one of our friends, you know? And I feel like the approach when we have a guest on is always like, oh, I want to- Ask this person about them and find out about them. Where when you were coming on, I was like, I just want to tell Doctor Drew about us.
0: You should see me on Trash Tuesday. It was a full session with each of them. <laughs> so, right. so I'm used to that in that room, particularly. But no, I'm I'm accustomed to that. That's fine. Yeah. And yeah. I like it. I actually like it because I I I here's what I like. I like talking about things that I think are important to somebody. And if that's important to you, I'm ready to talk about it. That's it. You know, when that's when people are when when people are connected to a feeling and they want to talk about it. I'm ready. It, the, the, to, it's the weirdest thing in the world to me when people are unwilling or afraid to ask about important things. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, it's like, why wouldn't you? Do, if somebody had an addiction problem or something, why why wouldn't you ask about it? how you doing? Everything good? You've how you feel about it? I, I mean, it's it's important to you. And even if you're, let's say you're in relapse, whatever, you know what I mean? You'll, you, it's still important to you. You yeah, still have yeah. something to say about it. You'd want this, you know, you'd want the information and support. I don't know. It's very weird for me uh all right so um it's weird for me that people won't talk about these things but I always I bring up New York a lot because I was
1: born and raised there in this but yeah. I feel like when you come from New York and go somewhere else it's even more apparent when someone, it's like what do you mean you won't talk about that important thing like yes. what are because I feel like again I, I feel like I'm repeating myself all the time because I talk about New York so much but it's like when you interact with a thousand people just to go get a cup of coffee, yes, it cuts out a lot of the bullshit. Yes, you it know? does. When you're constantly, you don't have time to be like, I want everyone to like no. me, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna manufacture my personality to be this. Certain, you're like, this is me. Like, yeah. I, I can't
0: hide. And, and that's you. All right, get it on. That's yeah, it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. Here we go.
1: It's like, it's like, boom. And, so and when, by the
0: way, all different kinds of people all together, which is really the great the great glory of New York, you know, everyone just gets along. and all trying to roll in the same direction. Let's get it on here.
1: Yeah. Where in New York? So I grew up on uh, 83rd Street between 1st and 2nd, and then I moved to 92nd and 2nd. But like, I've, I was always around. Always the Upper East Side. Always Upper East Side, Yorkville. law. It's just the most, like, I get in, like, I pull up in a cab in New York City, and I just, I feel... I love New York. I feel it.
0: I, I've been a little bit uh, worried about it lately. I, I was there several times during the pandemic, and even lately. It's it's kind of f- falling apart. It's weird. I, I, the, some of the... What I love so much about it, I can't access so much or so safely anymore. It's, yeah. It's, it's, un, it's not... I don't know. I'm just I'm just waiting for it to sort out. I'm hoping it gets better. I feel like it will.
1: Yeah. Well, when you're going to the Robert Wagner houses, it's a little more dangerous, you know. When, when you're heading up to see RPC, you got to stay downtown. You got to go to a nice
0: restaurant. Yeah, but I went to RPC's place. It was fine back then. In <laughs> right. fact, in yeah. fact, I mean, so you know where it is. It's sort of sort of Eastish Harlem. Yeah, uh, I grew up like right there. Oh yeah, it's a great. It's an interesting area, and people were stopping me like, "Hey man, love blah, but." They were great. I love people up there, but now. It's not the people that live there. It's this stuff that's infiltrating, you know, I mean, that's, that's just drifting around New York that I worry about. And yeah. also getting on the trains. I, I think I took a train up there. No problem, you know. Yeah. Now it's, like, weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, I went back for the holidays, and, like, for me, it's not such a big difference because I'm like, oh, this is, like, New York the in the was. 90s. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah, that's and I'm it. like, this is just, this feels fine. Like, you know, Pretty but good. when I was in California, the way that they were making it seem, which is what they do with a lot of shit, is, like, you can't walk down the street without getting, you know, stabbed or this and then you go back and you're like, "Oh, it's, you know, it's like it's just like just
0: keep your wits about you." but you know, That's about it. It's like 2000. All right, good. You know? Well, you made you've inspired me again. I'm gonna, I'm going back in a couple <laughs> weeks and I, I just love it there. So Yes, yeah, stay so,
1: stay under, you know, 23rd Street. And and it's you, all the same. Yeah.
0: And you and you lived for a while in Vegas. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so I when I was at my peak of like partying and everything, I went to Vegas for two weeks uh, to play in the World Series of Poker. And I came home under two years, but about a year and a half later. <laughs> yeah. And I just had like my suitcase and I was like, fuck it. Like I'm, I'm a single guy. I have no job right now. Like I love poker. When am, when am I going to have this opportunity? you fun doing fucking, it? Uh, yeah. I mean, parts of it were fun and I could look back, but then I moved back uh, when I was sober, and like I signed a year lease, and one month in, I was like, "What the fuck did I do?" Like I was like, "This is not the place that I remember because I didn't have the you know like you were, I, I were loaded,
0: yeah. When my friends were there's, coming there's and "There's good were recovery like, there though. There's a good recovery community in Vegas. If you really? can find it, yeah, you have
1: to find it." Because see, my friends were coming out, and like I I used to love when my friends would come to Vegas and I lived there, but I was like, "Oh no, I'm not going to do that with you. Like I'm not going to the strip yeah, yeah, club yeah. and like I'm not doing yeah. this stuff." And yeah. not because. I would feel tempted there or this. It's more so I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Like, well,
0: and when you're particularly early in recovery, you're, you're, part of your job is to live a certain kind of life. Yeah, yeah. You know, an honest life, a rigorously honest life, a good life. And, and that's part of the practice of recovery. And I'm not sure those are the environments to continue that practice. Right. And, you know, <laughs> I
1: was very lucky that even in my addiction, I was always living a very uh, honest life because I, never, life. I didn't have a boss. I didn't have a wife. Mm. I didn't have, like, I just had friends who were doing the same shit I was doing. You had no one to lie to. Right, yeah. (laughs) So it was like, you know, I, I, and I was just born in, I was raised in a very, like, my family, they're very harsh. Like, there are a lot of stuff, but they're always very fucking honest. Mm -hmm. Like, they tell you, so like, I never, I don't know, I meet. You didn't hide stuff. Yeah, never, Good. you
0: know. Hiding's, you know, part of the illness, right? It's right. It's part of the, the shame and hiding and all that stuff. What what kind of bottom did you reach that made you want to change?
1: So on my 28th birthday, I took about 35 molly. And it was uh, when I, like, I was, I didn't take like 35 in my hand. You know, it was like, I took 15 in over six hours. And then like for the next two or three days, I was just popping one or two to like maintain. And obviously doing other shit with it but um when i went to sleep and woke up i thought i had done like permanent damage and by the way like living in vegas doing all this stuff i had built up a tolerance so Mm. it wasn't like i don't do molly now i'm doing 35 it was like my normal night was anywhere from 10 to 15 and i was taking you know 15 percocets uh, a day i was on xanax for seven eight nine ten years every single day that's hard to get off See, I, and that's the thing. People talk about opiates, and I'm like, really? Because to Benzos, me, yeah. those Xanax were the yeah. only thing where I was like, I needed, I needed help. Like, I needed to go. Oh, yeah. get you'll help have a seizure.
0: Time. You'll, you'll seize. And, yeah. And yeah. You'll climb the walls. It's some of the wildest withdrawals I've seen have been from Xanax.
1: Poof. Yeah. It was, I think about it now, and I'm like, like, I would rather be. I'd rather wake up tomorrow addicted to everything I've ever been addicted to than one. just, or or, well, if,
0: or just benzo. The real problem with the benzo for you is not that withdrawal, is that the two, the Percocet and Xanax together is a fatal combination. And doctors prescribe them together all the freaking time. And yeah. those two are what make you stop breathing. So it yeah. killed Prince, it would, everybody. They all die the same thing. Benzo, opiate. I took to, them every day for seven hard years. hard to die of an opiate by itself. Hard to die of a benzo by itself. Really easy to die of both of them together really easy so you're very lucky and so what did you think you had done what led you to believe you had damaged yourself uh like how i felt was you know when you see like a
1: puppy who was taken in from like a shelter and he's like in the corner shivering and like that's how i was it was like i could like loud noises if i heard someone in the hall like i was everything it was just my body felt cold but yeah like it was just really bad it was were you
0: having any um like, when people get to that state from uh, ecstasy, sometimes they'll just, like, stop speaking and stuff. They have trouble communicating. They yeah, know, I was living in my head, yeah, for yeah. sure, where it was yeah. just like, man, this is really fun. And, like, yeah. you know, cut to five days
1: later, it was my birthday, and uh I was seeing a girl at the time, and she arranged, like, a dinner for me, and I was like, I, I'm i laying in the back of the car. I'm like, I can't eat. Mm. I can't do anything. I just feel... but it wasn't that that happened and then i was like i'm done i had gotten like that was kind of one of those nights where i was like this is going to be like one of my last hurrahs like i was like i want to
0: be so now i gotta get with it get really going yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> oh, as soon as that happened i was oh, like Yo, fuck this like i was like i'm just i'm afterwards i was like i'm um, done yeah. like i was like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> you know
0: and uh you know addiction is is i'm how people understand that, that it gets funny in, in the disease, and, and, oh, and totally. when you go to meetings, people tell the stories, they laugh. You know, it's one of the <laughs> things I like about recovery and addiction, it's just so funny. It's not funny when the person's in it in that moment, yeah. But it's yeah. funny when you reminisce about it and think, Oh my god, how it's crazy, a certain kind of crazy, and it's a funny kind of crazy, yeah. So, I'm glad you're sober. It's good, congratulations, it's yeah, good, it's hard work, and yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, know, I know what that does, I know what that's like.
1: Yeah, I think, like, I'm really lucky in that I don't have a full-time job, so I was able to put, like, all of my energy into it, and it wasn't yeah. a thing where I was, like, like you know, it took probably about three years, but just with, like, completely changing my lifestyle. How long have you been sober now? Uh, my birthday will be 10 years. Okay. So, when did
0: I see you at Pajama Pants? Like, four years ago? Three years ago? Maybe three years, years ago, or something like that. You seem um, more calmer now than, like, really, like, centered. Is something...
1: No, I was, Did it there was probably just, you were the first guest. So okay, I was probably nervous. like all nervous and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do here today. You
0: know? That's hysterical. But I've
1: been like meditating for like 1500 days in a row and I have okay. all my th- working out and eating healthy and this. And right. it's just like, I'm very grateful that I'm not, you know, I just checked into a hotel recently and there was like a full bar on the mm-hmm. counter and it just made me like so grateful that I was like, I'm not someone who's like, I, I need help with this. Like oh, I need yeah. to call someone, I need to talk to somebody. Like I, I just, just hosted. over a while
0: though it's it's you know I mean you might have been six months in but now it's good
1: yeah, yeah. but I was just hosting my friend's bachelor party and like I saw all these guys drinking at partying and I I ne- not for one second of these four days was it like man that'd be nice
0: to to grab a you know all you have to think is where it goes a hundred percent but but your disease will block that sometimes you got to be careful to remind yourself <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah it won't be so bad. So one last question about this this experience, which is sometimes after all that ecstasy, you can have mood disturbances that kind of persist. Any mood problems?
2: Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter
0: how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
3: Go to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline. line.:
1: No, never more than like my angry Irish German family growing up: so nothing you know? to you. Yeah, nothing, no, nothing crazy, you know, but I I do get sometimes that like, you know, but I just associate it to everyone in my family, that like New York I, like that like,, well, what do you do? Like, you know, like you, but I think that's everyone. Certainly, it's you. Certainly you're, yeah, you yeah. All right.
0: It, so RPC, we brought him up a minute ago, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about some emails in just a second. But he, um, you seemed interested in him and his life and love. Uh, Robert, I love him too. And uh, going to his house was quite an experience. Do you have any questions about it? Because a lot of people didn't see the second video, which was the more dramatic <laughs> one, yeah. where you get a load of what was
1: going on there. Well, you know what's weird is like because I grew up in New York City. There's a lot of guys. There's guys like him, but there's also guys like. You know, when when somebody's from like Mississippi and they see, you know, Joey Diaz. Yeah, of course. When people see Joey Diaz, they're like, "Oh my God, I've never seen anybody like this guy," and they're right. so enamored. Where for right. me, I'm like, "Oh, this guy makes me feel at home."
0: Right. He's like, like he's I'm just like, that guy. He's yeah. a Staten Island guy. <laughs> totally. And that's when
1: I see like RPC yeah. or something like this. I'm yeah. like, oh, because I grew up in a building just like
0: the oh, the no Wagner sure, houses, with the little crazy hall. Exactly. That, yeah. i when I you know after <laughs> well, after going to RPC, this is what bothered me when I was. Um, I, I never really spent really examined those those buildings. You know, I've been around them forever, but I went you know going in and looking at them and seeing how the rooms are laid out and stuff. And the elevators are the size of this screen. They're, they're <laughs> this this is the the dimensions. Yeah, uh, and and the hallways are as wide as this screen. Yeah, uh, and when COVID broke out, I thought of course it's going to break out in those buildings yeah are you kidding me there's no ventilation none yeah. and everything is everyone's just right up against each other and i really believe if they mapped out where the serious illnesses occurred i'm gonna tell you it's in those buildings i'm sure yeah. of it so i grew up yeah. on the
1: 34th floor of a building like that where on, on first 92nd and, and second 92nd and second yeah and it's just it was you know and like we had guys who would like those are the big ones that are
0: like this, right? They're sort of a crisscrossy. Uh, so there's
1: of, three of them. And yeah, yeah. Like, they're but
0: they're kind of, they're separate. kind of, aren't they? Sort of like yeah, an they're angle? like red brick. Yeah, yeah. I you know exactly which ones yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those that's are the, the big ones. There's some of the huge. there's some of those down in the 20s on the west side too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what they look yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: And they have uh, like 40 apartments on every floor. Yeah. And you would be,
0: you know, you'd be going to do your laundry. These are The developments. These were the what are they called? The housing complexes. These yeah. Is the government housing? And
1: they were income housing when I was growing up, and they um you would go to like get your laundry and they'd be like oh vinny shit in the washing machine again <laughs> you know and you'd have to be like oh fuck so like when i see I was this kidding. yeah he oh my god this guy I was incredible kidding. like there were just so many characters of like I remember there was this guy. This is who a was podcast. Like, you got
0: to collect all oh. these guys and let's get them together. Let's go talk to them. Examine, <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll meet you in New York and we'll do <laughs> yeah. some. I'm not kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a camera and we'll, well go talk to them. What guys.
1: happened was they changed the building from income housing. So yeah. now it's like doctors and nurses. No, I know. Because yeah. these
0: are big apartments. When you get right down to it, they're Matt, like six rooms. You yeah, know? yeah. Like yeah. they
1: were, you know, I grew up in. So when I first moved there with my mom, they had us in a studio but then you're on a waiting list because you're a boy and your mom is a girl. They have to give you a two-bedroom. Oh, interesting. But if you're a girl and a girl, they don't. Oh, wow. So we were on the list for a two-bedroom, and however many years later, one finally opened up. And I went from living with my mom in a room like much smaller than this to just, like, we had a fucking two-bedroom. It was like, you have your own room. And and
0: people, if you're not from New York, you don't understand, two-bedroom is big big in new york that's insane a, it's, yeah that's like a having big, a door that
1: it was i was however, <laughs> yeah, a door that you
0: could close yeah that's crazy i might have been and i don't probably know your own bathroom with that too right no we had no? one bathroom okay, but
1: right. it was like you know maybe i was 10 years old it was the first time i ever had a door yeah and i was yeah. like oh my god because i grew up in my grandparents uh apartment where it was everybody you mm-hmm. know and there was, was no that? door the same same that's building? 83rd between first and second oh, okay
0: that's and that and yeah. it was technically a one bedroom but there was no door that's by bellevue right is it right is that right there is it i think
1: so 83rd Street between first, i thought bellevue was more downtown but i have further down it, yeah, yeah. I, I could be totally i wrong. feel
0: like i always get off fdr right around there to oh maybe to go in i know new york but, hospital's right down that's maybe that's born. what i'm thinking of. yeah like yeah. 70 yeah 70, 70 something yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah love that i love that part of town it's so love fun. it yeah yeah then that's home you know and so, uh, any more questions about RPC? Since we've uh, examined him carefully now, and to still talk with him, he's a sweet man. Yeah, I he's feel like I know with, everything about him. <laughs> I've taken you know, such he's, a dive. He, he is big with. Uh, he's still doing Lucifer's Lair. You know, yeah, he, yeah, You yeah. can visit him on social media. He, he told didn't me have he was, pants
1: when he answered the door. Right? He didn't have pants on, or he did.
0: I don't remember. You're I,
1: thinking of when Potter visited. Oh, him. when Potter. Yeah, yeah, I think he,
0: I think he was dressed
1: because he opened the door when Potter visited, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I." Because that's what we were talking about is like I because I played poker for so long is like you pick you try and pick up tells on people, and yeah. when I normally see hoarders, they're it like you, they're very defensive about because they don't want
0: anybody to touch their shit. Right,
1: yeah. right, and they're like that's why this is there, and when I saw um RPC it was like he was living with a hoarder that bothered him
0: yeah you know so his he's hoarder like, oh. his hoarder self he couldn't get under control right
1: yeah and he's like oh, <laughs> all that stuff over there like yeah I'm just ugh, like disgusted
0: by himself which was like he wasn't he so wasn't a lot of it there was a lot of stuff there was a lot of like dolls and and <sighs> ornaments and things and uh, and he would be oh that's just my thing I'm just kind of into that a lot of, a lot of dismissive minimizing that kind of stuff And and, and, uh, in the second tape, I actually put on some of the masks and things, you know, that says, you know, call, blah, blah, blah. And uh, (laughs) there's a room with birds in it.
1: Right. Did you go in
0: there? Yeah, I went in there. I went in everything. That I didn't see. I have to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And the the bird room was actually the only vent had an open window. And so that was kind of a nice room to be in. But the birds. How many birds? birds. uh, You know, I didn't get a good look. He didn't seem to want me in there very much. He kind of scooted me out pretty quick. But but I would say three or four, maybe five birds, something like that. But the birds, you know, birds spit their seeds all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there there was <laughs> quite a display. Oh. Yeah, his whole, <laughs> the whole floor was just the bottom of a bird cage. There wasn't bird shit, but there was right. bird seed. Yeah. Everywhere. oh it my was sort God. of like a like a like a, a mound of it, and um, but it was nicely ventilated, and you know, he said that was a nice room, and. Uh, the poor kid with the the video camera. The kitchen was where the, the problems <laughs> happened. Yeah, yeah. The kitchen is where there was issues.
1: Yeah, there was like twelve year old little Debbies like sitting on the counter.
0: You, tell, explain to people what little Debbies are.
1: Yeah, they're just like a like a white trash they're, snack. They're like
3: host, they're like Hostess
0: <laughs> cupcakes or something. Right, they're yeah. individually wrapped <laughs> cakes. There was five hundred of them. Plus, like 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 people had brought them over or something. There they are. They're little Debbies. They weren't they – were, everything was in a saran wrap, you know, a cellophane wrapper. I could yeah. see the cakes. But I can it was just, feel it right now. It was only not, cakes. Uh. It was only cakes and only – it was just only carbohydrates, like only starch. Right. And piled up uh, and, and to the point where it, it scared me for him. I was like, dude, you, you, get, you could – maybe you already have diabetes. I don't know. Are you getting proper medical care? So – but Tom and I one day want to take him, maybe you should join us at dinner at Per Se. Would love with, it. With RPC. With would RPC. love See That would be, uh, that, that, and I, I would like to go down and see him do his drag act in, at Coney Island. So yeah, you you're say, on your own there, I think. Oh, I think that'd be so <laughs> fun. That, that, yeah. That's actually more fun for me. See, so, I, I, the way that like, I live
1: my life now is like I don't want, You know, I was just dating somebody and we went through the like great part of the relationship, the bad part, never raised our voices, yeah. no fight. like very yeah. opposite of how I grew up. But still, once a week, I love to watch a reality show mm-hmm. where they're fighting and everybody's mm-hmm. fucking crazy because it gives me some like it makes me feel at home. And I love, <laughs> I love to watch someone like RPC over the internet and
0: go, oh, this makes me feel at home, but I don't have to deal with it. Well, let me ask you this: I've got you're going to advise me on this. What, what, the one of my, the door opened to your mom's <laughs> house for me accidentally. <laughs> Right. Because I got to be friendly with Christina, and she invited me onto my podcast, your mom's house. Uh, and there's Tom at the. This was back in the day when it was at your mom's house. It was. Oh at yeah, their house. I remember. I was watching. I've, and I've uh, been... and Tom's like, "What do you think of this guy?" And I'm like, "What is happening here?" And I, <laughs> and I really remember the first time I saw RPC. I was like, "Oh my god, that! What is wrong with that poor dude?" I feel so bad for him. I felt bad for most of the videos, but yeah. I really felt bad for RPC, like. Like you want you want criminals to beat you and piss on you. It's like what is going on here, That's and so crazy. help me understand. You say you you feel at home when you see those guys. Is that Vinny that shits in the washing machine? Yeah yeah yeah. Hundred percent. Explain them more to me. I. I, I, And
1: you know, there's there was a certain unpredictability that you didn't feel safe around those guys when you were around them in growing up in the building. Was
0: it mental illness? Was it just all of it? Yeah. There's
1: there was a lot of mental illness. There were uh, then there were just guys who were I don't how do you say retarded now. Uh, non-neurotypical. <laughs> sure. There were guys that were... <laughs> there were guys that were ta-ta. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there were guys that we'll were... say ta for yeah. the hard word. <laughs> there were guys that were everything uh, yeah. in the building and you just you know there were some we should guys be
0: celebrated for examining non-neurotypical people and we're really not trying to make fun of them we're trying to like understand them and connect with them and stuff what's that Nadana? no yeah we should definitely get an emmy for our yeah. work
2: in tiktok hundred
1: yeah, yeah. percent and yeah. also i don't know if you've watched uh love on the spectrum on netflix yeah i have yeah where it's like people think that when you talk about that you're like making fun or when i talk about it, when somebody talks about that they're making fun of it where it's like no like i already like it made me have so much more compassion yes. and love for the when you like dive deep into it where it's like, don't look this way. Don't talk about this. Don't this Does it remind like, you
0: does it remind you of addiction, how people treat it? It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. Same exact thing. And, and 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 by the same token We like to laugh about the disease and stuff. It's humor is part of the human experience, and if we're not allowed to laugh about the, you know, we're intrigued, we're interested, we want to attach to it and connect to it and laugh about it. People are funny. It's all right.
3: Yeah, it's okay. Not
0: we're not trying to shame and diminish and guilt. We're just trying to like share. Yeah, Uh, people. It's just so. But it's like it's like uh, they make me crazy. You're not allowed to use the word addict anymore either. You know, it's (laughs) it's it's shaming. It's like I, I I have never. Have you ever met anybody when you were using who felt ashamed of being a drug addict or worried about using the term addict around them, or, or really just worried about getting more Molly?
1: See, yeah,
3: yeah my you know my, my no, that,
0: that's it. That's, Wait, that's so, it.
1: So, what are you allowed to call them now?
0: You have to say a uh, substance use disorder and you know opioid use disorder. <sighs> or,
1: but that see, yeah. I always think like people who need that aren't long for this world. Like you know, it's like in their recovery, in no, in recovery. in any whatever their issue is. To like because whatever the word well, that you're the, allowed to really say, the, it's
0: really the families. It's really not the patients.
1: right? But it's, it's like whatever families. word you're allowed to say today, ten yep. years from now, they're going to be like that's I wrong, know, and you can't. So it's just over and over, and yes. people want to, and it's like you can't. Again, it's the same thing with like, <laughs> you see these people now who are like, we don't want there to be winners and losers in kids' sports, and, and to oh, me, it's all boy. part of that shit where it's like, well, then w- when are you supposed when are you supposed to not be a sore loser? When you you're supposed to learn that when you're 16, when you've been learning. In those young years, that it's not okay to. Lo- I don't know. It's all just. I think people need to fucking toughen up. Yeah. You know, like it's like yeah, deal with. I'm
0: about to do something I can't really talk about it, <clears throat> but where I'm gonna get my ass whooped really good, like in a training sort of thing, physically. In all respects, medically and physically. Are you and, going to uh, see RPC again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be in better shape to go though once I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's sort of a training thing. It's just a thing. That's uh, awesome. And uh and I and I just think it'd be so good for me. Just so good. I mean, I haven't I haven't been yelled at since residency. All <laughs> all right. Since high school football. When people would pick me up on my mask go, dude, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. not listening to me. Yeah. It's like, I it. I got it. You're trying to help me. Good. Yeah. There's so.
1: as soon as you left our podcast, we were like, "How is he not on steroids?" Like, because I old wish are you? I were. I'm okay. sixty three. Sixty three. You're yeah. like jacked. You're in good I, shape. I, I with would this love, like,
0: Well, this is, now. I'm getting actually in, actually in really good shape for this thing I'm going to do. But but um, I uh, I would love to take steroids. <laughs> I would love it. Why right, don't I would, you? Uh, well, now I have prostate cancer. It's impossible. Right, I, right. I would, that would kill me. Yeah, um, yeah. I wish I'd taken them before I got prostate cancer. That would have been fine. So is because, it? And, is I, it and, and by the way, I worked out in gyms, you know, since I was fourteen. And I was around dudes using steroids and I, I saw what that does. I mean, it's just insane, but you know. Is it, uh,
1: it's worse for people who have like history of prostate cancer in their family to use steroids?
0: Can't say that. I can't say that. Uh, if you've, if you personally have had prostate cancer, you cannot use anabolic androgenic steroids. You're right. Um, but if uh, you had
1: to make a guess, would you are you allowed to say that like what you about think people
0: of, with prostate cancer in your family yeah, in their family i I wouldn't uh I, I can't I can't there's I don't think I can you know if you have a first degree relative dad or well, dad sibling uh with prostate cancer uh your risk of getting it is very, very high. And so I'd worry that you already had it in there, you know, and you could accelerate it, you know what I mean? Totally. And, and we used to just start, if you have a first-grade relative, whether you start screening at 40. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's when it tends to come around. And, you know, you don't, you know don't screw with it. Look, I, I'm glad I didn't do it because it's also not good for your vascular system and stuff. I, I just... It just would have been fun. <laughs> it would have been yeah, fun, yeah. and, and uh, I wish I had. I wish I'd been able to, but I'm glad I didn't. It's not healthy. See, I wish I started
1: working out at 14 because that's mm. how you. I feel like that's how you. It's
0: it's really how it becomes, uh, like brushing your teeth. A hundred percent, and that's yeah. how it is
1: for me now, and I'm grateful. But I mean more of like the look. Like I could work out five days a week for three well, months. And I I, look I really the same. <laughs> believe that
0: this this muscle group here genetics. Totally, it's just genetic. You 100%. either have big arm and shoulder or you do not. Yeah, and that's it. And then back is the same way. And you know, so I have nothing else. I just have big arm and shoulder. Right, that's what yeah, I got. and that's like Which, I
1: have friends who are like, I can't work out my arms because if I do, then I look like a bodybuilder, and the rest of my body doesn't fit. And,
0: and it gets in the way of doing the pulling and pushing associated with with uh, back shoulder back and chest. It just yeah. takes over. So,
1: and now since since I've started dating again, so I took a year off of dating just to like get myself right, like I wanted to focus on myself and do all this stuff, and then COVID turned that into like two years, which Mm -hmm. is crazy Mm -hmm. but um, I've noticed since I started dating again, I'm like, I only want to date somebody who works out or is active and they think that that's like oh because you look a certain way I'm like no I don't care how no. you look like yeah. I want you to take care of yourself and take care be participating of yourself in and thing. not look yeah. at that as a chore like yeah. when you want to go spend time doing that with somebody and they go like oh you're gonna make me do this then you're like no I don't want to make you do well, this
0: you know that, that will undermine your ability to do it for sure 100% yeah. so yeah. it's very it's good well, it's, and that's sort of a not a bad model for all relationship which is you should share stuff you should like the same stuff you should have the same scripts in life and things, totally. and and it's it's almost you know we have to actually be careful because because humans are, are naturally attracted to people that share our culture and looks and everything Triangle. else. We have, a little bit of that we have to kind of be careful to expand it out. But but it, it is natural for people to like the same things that the people they like like you know sort yeah. of thing. Let's do a little bit of, uh, we done with RPC? Had enough of him? Because sure, I'm sure yeah, we could I talk about it all day.
1: I, that's the thing. I could talk about it all I, day. I
0: could, but. too. I find him so fascinating. And, so fascinating. And, 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 he, and he, he just the last thing, He um, <laughs> his, his stuff, you know, his, his online stuff and his sexual behavior stuff, pretty extreme for a guy that just like, oh, it's no big deal. I just uh, dabble in this thing. I want to make sure everybody's happy and entertained. It's really his thing. Yeah. That, that's what he says. I just want to make sure people have a good time. Which makes and, me
1: wonder, like, even during the most extreme shit that he's having done to him, like when those criminals do come and does beat he have him them? Does that happen? Oh, for that's, sure. For but, sure it happens. For sure. But the question wow. is, is he like getting the shit kicked out of him and he's like, Yeah, that's okay, just kick me a little lower? Like or is he like is does it get
0: wild? Like Oh, next time I talk to him, you got to be there. Yeah, maybe, so, you, maybe, you maybe we kick Robin him a little. Maybe it's like, no, I would go to Rob, dinner I'm, with dude, oh, Robert, i got one of your neighbors here. His name is Rob. <laughs>
1: I would go to dinner with you guys any time, but going to his apartment for me, I couldn't do it. I'd throw up as soon as I opened the door. Why? I just, that, that whole, because I, I, just from looking at it, I think I'd throw up as soon as I walked in. The smell, him wearing
0: no pants, the birds. So you you have a, you know that, there's a certain funk that humans have when they're in that kind of environment. <laughs> yeah. And you like, evidently have been exposed to it before. Yeah, well, you know, when and you're it's not, doing- It's not BO, it's not, it's something- No, no, it's no. It's something else. Yeah, it's a like uh, human mold. It's that kind of musty <laughs> kind of smell to it, Just, yeah. and
1: it makes me I mean, sick. And it's not something that I go, when I leave, I go, oh, I don't smell that
0: anymore. It stays in your nose. I, yeah, yeah, it stays everybody, with me ever, for a long everybody. time. Everybody, the kid with the camera that came with us, was Paul, was that his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul Brazil. Paul was very traumatized. Yeah, him. he had not been exposed to that before. To me, I've you know I worked in a county hospital, so I've seen everything. I've got, nothing bothers me. Yeah, a- and um, but I'm wondering, were there lots of apartments like that in your building at the time? Gordon? There were a
1: lot of apartments like that, but also just like <clears throat> when you're a drug addict in New York City for such a long time, you just end up at Those crazy places. places. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. times where I'm like, yeah. I need to get Percocets. I need to get yeah. uh, and like you'll just be with people and next thing you know you're in a cab to queens yeah, like yeah. and you're like okay like you're not asking where are we going all you hear is hey we got it like you know we've they have coke there they have this
0: there did, did mike catherine tell his meth stories on this program before
2: uh, he has told a number of
0: them yeah uh, he he my, my old former love line partner uh has a was way down the road with addiction and has a lot of stories about going out into the california desert and getting meth and around some breaking bad type situations and just you know and and horrible situations where guys are you know terrible stuff and uh and they will never do that again and fast forward two days and we got to go back out to that guy and get that get more
3: meth yeah <laughs> so. and the, the
0: crazy thing there was something about my brain that as soon
1: as i saw people doing heroin or meth no matter where we were no matter how i got up and walked out no matter how fucked up i was if i saw heroin or because meth, you thought you were going that way or I, I don't know what it. i don't even know the explanation because no matter how f- it could be on day two of a binge where everyone's doing drugs and as soon as i saw somebody break out heroin or meth i just would get up and leave oh it's so lucky so lucky and yeah. it was always that and like i you must have seen it as a kid or something scared the shit out of you no i you know what and i you, think and, and, it maybe it's from like I don't know if it could be from, like, documentaries or people in my building, stuff like that's that. I'm but I'm saying, because you, you
0: knew, like, you knew how bad it is because you'd been exposed young to it. Yeah,
1: and I think I knew because of how much I loved opiates. That what like, would happen to you? Because I did I did coke every night for years and years, and I didn't even like coke, you know? Where with, with <laughs> that's opiates... That's the thing about cocaine,
0: that's a common thing. Yeah, with
1: opiates, I was like, I fucking
0: love this love shit. It.
1: Like, love I it. love, because, like... It's just, it makes every movie better. It makes everything, you know, it makes, you know, the next hour Are better. Are you able
0: to experience joy and pleasure and stuff now? Oh, everything, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you can be left behind, heroin particularly, where that becomes hard, difficult that's, to feel, you know. I feel like
1: my life back when I was an addict was I was usually at a 100 or like a one, you know, yeah, or like, yeah. you know, maybe not one because that's like suicide, but like a 10. And I was always bouncing from those two where now it's like, I feel like I just kind of live in an 80. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like I'm a, a a more, sati- more
0: nourishing, satisfying 80.
1: And I feel a breeze come by and I'm yeah. like, God, I'm so grateful. Like yeah. Being mm-hmm. grateful for shit, practicing gratitude for me is like the, the first thing I do when I wake up is I think of five things I'm grateful for.
0: Learn this, people. Learn, yeah. learn what you, he's talking about. Gratitude. You, you, when Ugh. people are, are grateful, I don't care who you are. If you feel grateful, you're doing fine. Yeah, and whatever's when I, going on in your life, if you feel gratitude, you're doing good.
1: When I had COVID, all I thought the whole time was like, God, I'm so grateful I don't always feel this way. Mm. Like I'm so grateful that I'm not experiencing chronic pain all the time. Mm. I'm so grateful that I'm not. And then like, you know, even sometimes when I wake up and I think of something I'm grateful for, that thing six hours later might be the thing that's bothering me. And then I just go back to like, oh wait, I was grateful for this six hours ago. Yeah. Like, and it's just, yeah, gratitude for me is
0: Let's do some emails. Here we go. Yes, please. They like my transition, so I got to go fast. (laughs) Uh, Good morning, Booth Julia's. Oh, Julia. Good morning, Julia. Julia. Nice twist there, buddy. Recently from the Mm. podcast that panic attacks, sweats, shortness of breath from standing in line at a grocery store might not be healthy. Went to the doctor, was prescribed sertraline. Uh, They do, however, make me aggressive, but didn't help me. I went from Clark Kent to Fed Smoker real quick. Something that is extremely out of character for me. They also gave me shooting pain in my head. Ooh, they're called a zap. You know The zaps from Sertraline are usually when you stop the medicine. You get a withdrawal syndrome. There can be electricity up your neck uh. and zaps in your front part of your head. What happened calmly throughout the day, a feeling was similar to nail and hammering your thumb. I quit taking them after about three months. I like the calming effect the pills provided, but I do not want to be the Hulk. He, you may have, buddy, you should be careful. Like you could have some bipolarity. People that are bipolar... The, the SSRIs will make them high and irritable sometimes. Uh, should I continue with medication? I don't feel the living of the side effects will be any better than the life I already have. Talk to your doctor. I can't possibly answer that for you. It would be irresponsible. But I'm worried that they have you on the wrong medicine. And I'm worried that you may have a little bipolar in there. A mood stabilizer might do better for you than these SSRIs. And by the way, I was going to do a, a streaming show recently or a podcast I think I was going to do on uh, – The sexual side effects of SSRI. People, they will shut you down sexually where you just don't have sex drive, you don't have orgasm, you don't have satisfaction with orgasm. And the problem is a small percentage of people will have that permanently. Mm. Same thing with propecia, everybody. If you're taking propecia for baldness, if you're noticed low libido, I think you should get off it because it, it can be permanent sometimes. All the patients I have prescribed propecia to, I've called them personally and said, Hey, you gotta know this this has been well documented. And some of them stay on it anyway. <laughs> they don't care. Which is just crazy. Yep. Oh, oh, there's
1: a person, uh, there's a type of person I want to ask you about. Go ahead. Okay, Go so ahead. at Day fiance, we're talking about. I yes. think the type of person that I You overheard I me talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is about. Tom
0: and Christina got us into that and I, I hate them for it. Love it. I fucking Ugh. love it.
1: But but by the way, it Ugh. depends on the season. I know right away in the beginning I could be like this is going to be shit. I feel like they're acting.
0: They're well, de- They're 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 acting. They 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 not just want to get a green card, they want to be on TV. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. pissed. Yeah. Because you can yeah. tell there are people that want. The, reality shows are full of grifters. People just want to be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. So to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. And the casting. And then, uh, and there's some seasons that just bat kind of horrible people. I don't, I'm not really. That, that I don't mind so much. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your favorite? <laughs> who's my favorite? I mean, I loved
1: the beginning with that. Uh, what was her name? Like Anissa or so, no, not Anissa, where this, she was fighting. No, this is Way back in the, the day. Beginning. Yeah, where she was uh, on... on F- Anfisa, when she was fighting with the guy who sold the weed and got thrown in jail. Oh, I don't remember. I don't, maybe oh, I didn't get it in. Anfisa, <S-A. <S-A. Oh, put Anfisa. A-N-F-I-S-A. Oh, I don't think I know oh, this Oh, my God. You have to go back <laughs> okay. and watch. She is like the <laughs> devil. <laughs> I mean, you have to watch how insane... But also, there is part of her where you go, well, she's just brutally honest a lot, but then there's times where you're like, she's... She was probably the craziest person ever on the show.
0: More than, what was the one that got all the plastic surgery with uh, Coley? Oh, Colty? Colty. Yeah, (laughs) and uh,
1: what was her name, Anissa or something? Uh,
0: Colt and Larissa. Larissa, yeah. Colt
1: and Larissa. They, Oh, my God, living with a parent. (laughs) So that brings me to what I wanted to ask you, which is like, I think for me, out of all the people to watch, whether whatever their mental illness is, whatever this, the most interesting to me is somebody who is like balling, but they're broke, which is like, on this episode, on this season right now, there's a kid who's like, spends all this money on clothes and he yeah. has these crazy outfits and yeah. he's, I'm this. I, and then he tells his mom, You never have to worry about me. I could sell, I could sell uh, snow to an Eskimo. I could do this. But then he's living with his parents in the yeah. spare bedroom. Yeah. I could watch that forever. Really? And I don't know what it is. I can't, like, a lot of this stuff, I will sit and take the time and break it down. And I sit in this, I go, Why, do, why am I so. Do you, do you
0: like it or hate it? I uh, hate it. Okay, so you are you're, you love to hate them. <laughs> I hate it, but so, no so more than... So women watch some of the Housewife stuff.
1: Really more than hate or confused. Uh, uh, what, I'm
0: confused by it.
1: Well, yeah. that, that's what I was going to say. More yeah. than hate or love. It's confusion where I go, like all this other stuff I could figure out. I could go, well, here's this person's mom. This is this person. Where with that person, I just can't figure it out. I go, what are you doing? Like, just stop buying the stuff and you don't have to live with your mom. Yeah. But why are you <laughs> buying $300 sneakers today when you could be...
0: It just all roads lead to narcissism with this stuff.
1: And it's also yeah. not, because I guess you could figure out why living with their parents would be a thing, but sometimes yeah. it's not even living with their parents, it's like living in a shithole. Yeah. And you go like, what?
0: And they're ashamed that they live there, but then they go and they buy- But they're out in the world looking a certain way, and that's, the, that's what they pour, push into the world, portray to their peers, and not everyone has to know where what happens when they go home. But they're, they're they hide the that. closest
1: people- are those people like when he had to fly in the 90 day fiance he had to tell her like he's picking her up at the airport with a fake red carpet and he has a cowboy hat cowboy boots and then he has a matching outfit for her oh he's like you know i'm extra he had to like he's like i had to buy all this stuff for you and i had to do this and then he and then she's like but we're going to live with your mom yeah i, I cannot wrap my head around this See, and I, I could watch it for, i want a whole show of it <laughs>
0: See, I have disdain for it. It really bugs me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, oh my god, how do you how do you break somebody of that habit? I mean, it, it's people's relationship with money is a very interesting thing and stuff, and they you have to humility, and it's 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 an addiction of sorts. You know, it's almost it's almost like it's not an addiction in the sense that they're going to have progressive illness and that kind of thing, but it's that they need to practice some of the things you're familiar with in recovery in life, and so yeah, it's sort of a shopping addiction, spending addiction debting addictions very common yeah i think
1: a big reason too probably why i'm so into it is because i have the opposite like i have zero addiction to stuff i'm such a minimalist i nothing mean like that stuff means nothing like when it's like if you're gonna grab one thing leaving your house and it's like yeah pictures are like my phone or this because pictures are on there but like
0: nothing for for me though my thing is i need security financially and the idea of him squandering his security is like it's like scary to me because I can't believe it what's wrong with you
1: and then to then be and then to go out and tell and like by the way not even tell people in the outside world but tell your mom who you're living in her bedroom like mom you never have to
0: worry about me. Yeah, yeah. I could sell fucking well, that's, ice that's, to an Eskimo. Yeah, that's narcissism again. It's,
1: I can't. I cannot get enough. I we should. We should make a fucking. I want to make a reality show called like Ballin' and Broke. We,
3: <laughs> and it's just it's just it. people who do can't like fucking that. because
1: it's insane. Like you watch Did them you go have home. A lot of those guys in New York too. No, I never. You know, I never met anyone like that until I moved to Vegas. Oh yeah, and then and then in L A. big time. But yeah. in New York, it's like New York is just. 24/7 of people calling you on your shit. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like
1: when I had this bachelor party I just went to, it was 12 guys from New York. You couldn't say one fucking thing. Like when I was in LA, if you had an Uber driver and he was like, "You know, <laughs> I saw a dragon yesterday." People would be like, "Oh, what color was it?" Like, "What are the people from New York are like, "You didn't see a fucking dragon." Yeah. Like, "What are you stupid?" Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's just it. Like when you're dealing with that all day, the uphill battle to fight that, to be some like yeah. fake this, that, yeah. it's too much for people. They're just
0: like, I'm moving to LA. Well, you know, it's weird. That, and that kid lives in South Dakota. I've, I've been to Rapid City, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's South it's, Dakota. It's a very cool city. It's a very, and it's, <laughs> and it, but it's very low key. It's like everyone's just kind of, you know, sort of Midwestern y kind of thing. And it's got some nice things, and, but it's tiny. And the idea of him running around in South Dakota, I just can't even like process that either. It's so, and I could
1: watch it all. Like, I'm starting to get to a point with things, like even The Real Housewives, I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. It's just not doing it for me. I got
0: to interview uh, Julia, the Russian girl, on that season with They Lived on the Farm. Oh, great. Because I I booked her on a streaming show because... I wanted to hear. I want to talk to a Russian person. I said, "How do you feel about what's happening?" And she was. She was great. Yeah, she yeah. was a great interview, and she's much more than she was sort of portrayed on, on the show. What do you think of her? There's, his there's parents. A, what do you think of his parents? I think on the a show? lot of that was TV. I think. I don't think. I think the producers, because I. I don't know. I don't like them. I don't. I think you're, you're, his I
1: mom was a certain way, and they leaned into it. Correct, and The dad yeah. wasn't that much, better, but I think the yeah. mom had a lot of that. Naturally, Yes, what was I agree. Going on I agree.
0: There. It was not like it wasn't there. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And it, was, and it was weird, you know. And and then Julia was way the other way. Like, I want to fuck your son whenever I want to. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom's like, ah, and, I don't then know like and
1: then they're like, but you have to be naked in the hot tub. <laughs> yes. I mean, just these moments are just incredible. And then
0: I like the other, the... the um ukrainian girl yara and jovi that was interesting oh amazing yeah yeah they yeah yeah they were good so I, I tried to book her too to talk about the again i wanted to hear about it. these are interesting i just think it's interesting to take people that people have a television relationship with and then talk to them about their family back in the ukraine and what you're doing and how you feel about this let them be real people for a second And I couldn't get her to be, they wouldn't let her book for some reason. I I think they are afraid of what she would say. You know what else Uh, is
1: interesting that you just made me think about is like, it also took me going, like I knew guys in New York who enjoyed strip clubs, mm. but I, going out to Vegas and LA, you meet guys who are like fully addicted to strip Mm -hmm, clubs mm -hmm. and so much. And I think people in New York, like when they go to strip clubs, they go, yeah, this feels good, this whatever, but I know she's bullshitting me yeah, yeah. and in LA and fucking this they're like oh she's in love with
0: me man like she's just so so all my sh- all my all my strip club information comes from Annie so <laughs> this nigga I swear to god guys, so, so Annie I'm with you bro. Shit, bro I lived no, in Vegas for a
1: year and a half I was there every Annie, night Annie is an bro,
0: expert you're, you're good an, I just I, want to talk to an expert so you, do you yeah. get what he's talking about I, <laughs> I already I said that that on the on the show that you asked me about it yeah the dudes always think like oh yeah I'm gonna marry her one day it's like bro. <laughs> tripping you realize that's the tactic right yeah it's just they are just making money now I, I, I think it's kind of I think it's sort of this is going to sound crazy, but I think it's it's nice of them to be nice to these assholes. You know what I mean. Good, thank you, ladies. You're really these guys, and the guy seems sad to me. I feel bad for
1: them. Hundred percent, all that. I mean, listen, if a guy goes to a strip club once a year and wants to hear that, I don't feel bad
0: for. Yeah. Him. But the guys who well, need to it, go. But to Annie, what I was seeing at the club we went to, yeah, I know. But hang <laughs> on, because I need. I'm just so curious. Yeah, we got to talk to about this. You're right. Yeah. Well, Annie, you know, he spent time in one. You know, right? When he's yeah. younger. Yeah, he's a yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we, we got to the club with my, friend, my wife and he just <laughs> he knew how to work I was uh, oh, I, was yeah. out of water. I to, yo <laughs> <laughs> you no know, he said I feel like home I admired that about <laughs> you my friend I, don't you understand that yeah but I get what you admire but
1: it ain't what you were admiring Ain't there my man You're okay, talking well, about I was making moves Bro well, I, I said oh, no, no. Please come here And you're like What was
2: that That fucking That high hand tonight. action That you just did <laughs> As a poker like,
1: player When somebody's voice Goes really high yeah. It means they're lying You son of a <laughs> I love you Eddie Eddie I love you No you don't I do Annie, man we are <laughs> But I'm just on telling you <laughs> just,
0: Oh wait hold oh, on Let me rephrase that I
3: love you Eddie <laughs> I do love, I love you. you You're my boy So <laughs>
0: But listen, but listen guys what, what what I saw at that club kind of surprised me, I, and you tell me if I was seeing this or not any I, I really want some information i i 'm not i 'm not, bullsh- not trying to you know out you or make you feel bad. I really am curious. I saw guys that looked like this was sort of like their living room, and they sort of knew the girls by name and stuff, and they sort of were playfully engaged with them. Not like, you know, this girl loves you. I'm going to marry her. Just like, uh, these are my friends for my entertainment and they cooperate with me. And this is, you know, I could be watching TV, but I'm sitting in my barca chair in the strip club instead. Was I seeing that? Did you see those guys there? But we talked about this last time.
2: We I wasn't bit. looking at the dudes. I don't know. You don't know. I wasn't looking. Well, at the a lot dudes. Of you <laughs> were really <laughs> infatuated with the dudes that were at the strip club.
3: <laughs> You're like, <laughs> "You see that guy over there? What you
2: think?" <laughs> we were yeah. looking at all everything else besides. Like, Would you, like, no, what you I, think? I, Mental illness? You know, what I, do you think about look, it? I appreciate it. <laughs> does that guy have TikTok eyes? Right. What do you think, the I, I, I,
0: Why I, I, does he get his dance that way? <laughs> I, look, I appreciated what was going on. I'm just saying. I I just was I look it was me like a too social, man I think we just saw other things going on to me it was like it was like there's the,
1: something for everyone at a strip club you know that's what's great
0: about it for me I, I I I liked what I was looking at and I felt like an anthropologist from Mars who had been dropped into a new environment
3: yeah that's yeah. all
0: I, I it's, I'm noticing and interested and I'm not understanding all of it well yeah. it is
1: because when I was going to a strip club a lot I'm not afraid to admit it like some people. But (laughs) when I was going a lot, I had girls for different stuff. Like, I had the girls who, like, I like to sit and talk and laugh with. And then I had girls that I like to go in the back with. And then there were, like, the bartender was a different mode, like, where sometimes you would just sit up there and talk And these were sort of of your
0: friends that you paid to be your friends, kind of.
1: No, it was more so that, like, I just had a really good – like, I wasn't spending, like, tons
0: of money at these places. What is that relationship, though, you had with each of them?
1: Well, to be honest, it was the only place I could go at – Tuesday at two p.m. and not be looked at like this guy's out of his fucking mind because I would be on so much drugs yeah. and like everything. So it was like I knew I could go there on a Tuesday at two o'clock and it would just be totally cool and normal. And they they never ever would be like, "Hey, you you are like never questioned my no, addiction." I get that. Yeah, I get yeah, that. They would never push back. But
0: but was it them just being friendly or just whoever comes in here we have to be friendly to? No, I, it was
1: like it was like the same way I would go to a bar, no, but th- instead they were
0: naked chicks. But, but what what was their You know, uh, why be friendly to you even? Why even?
1: Well, I think like when you first go in there it's one thing but after like you're going there over you're and regular, over yeah. and you, they see like you're a guy from New York you don't take their fucking bullshit you're not one of these guys who's like please can I have the oh my god you're so beautiful like there are girls who are like fuck that guy and then there's you know whatever percentage of the girls who are like oh I like this this is just a dude who's just in hanging here out chilling. with it. yeah
0: just right yeah, just understands you know? why we're all here
1: because there's girls who are in there who are like hey you want to dance do you want to fucking I'm on the clock like do you want to do this and right. then there are 20% of girls who are in there who are like I'm just I, I have fun doing this and and I make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and those are the why girls not, I would...
0: sort of why not do both? Right. Why and not enjoy this or be front? Friend, 100%.
1: Friendly. And those are the girls that I would...
0: Hang out with. Hang Got out it. with, yeah. Uh, hi, Miguel from California. Before my last relapse, which was eight days ago, I had not done meth in three years. Oh, dude. Sadly, I relapse took three hits, which would usually only leave me high for one or maybe two days. In addition to the three hits of meth, I took Rhino Liquor Store Sex Pill. Anybody know what that is? Maybe we should look that up. Uh, no, um, no, no,
2: no. I remember... Uh, uh, yeah, there were some people... Uh, that, that were really into those gas station sex boys. No, I know, but
0: Rhino right. particularly, is that anything I a should A couple understand? of
1: those and some sweatpants. That's Eddie's Tuesday night, right, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, see, he's being mean to you, dude. I would never say something
1: like any, that. Eddie, let me ask. Do, I don't know if Eddie goes a lot. Eddie, <laughs> do you have special pants you wear when you go? To, strip, to club? strip club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I've been to a strip club once in the past five years. <laughs> and it was that nigga.
3: Because he wanted to go. Uh, <laughs> I don't go to strip uh, clubs, man. I love it. I That's love it. That's the best.
0: So, uh, I'm so happy now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you Can usually got to go to them. Bellevue to get called the N word, right? <laughs> but it doesn't have such impact. It just doesn't land the same way in my heart. <laughs> yeah. like, um, Rhino liquor Ste- <laughs> Rhino liquor store sex. But we'll look that up because I'd like to know what they agree. He says now he's been high for eight days. Uh, I'm not sure because if I feel I begin, I will be high for at least a few more days. This is not That's high. bad, right? This is mania or something. <laughs>
2: Then yeah. they say some shit about, like, if it's past four hours, that ain't good. <laughs> you know, it's,
0: it's, this is something else. This is like you after the molly where you're shaking. Yeah, some, This rattled. is something of, look at these things. Oh, yeah, this, can, this stuff. Can they say what's in it? Rhino, Health uh, dangers.
2: Yeah, the rhinos. The rhinos in
0: it. Rhino so horn. No, it's not rhino horn. There's no way. Um, Ain't that like An aphrodisiac Or whatever It's supposed to be But it don't please everybody Don't even think you know, they, they kill rhinos To get the damn horn yeah, there's off There's like pencil humans, shavings At the gas station It's right, not rhino Right Because humans are assholes Uh Certain thing, you know, I love humans, but some stuff we do as assholes. We can't find the ingredients anywhere, and they have multiple different products, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing that everyone likes about them is that they're usually contaminated with something that was mixed in
1: a vat before.
0: Thank
2: you for <laughs> that. <laughs> sounds
1: Rhino sounds... 69, then there's Rhino 7, so there's Degrees, Rhino 50K. Yeah, these things are labeled like fucking scratch-off cards.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what XXL. they look like. Extreme yeah. 70,000. <laughs> have a
1: hard dick
0: and win a million dollars. And, and they aren't even that effective at dick hardening, to be fair. Uh, they just sort of have stuff in it, Yohimbi and stuff like that that kind of works a little bit. Take some
1: maca, some ashwagandha, horny yeah, goat and weeds. There's, there's
0: medicines that actually work if you if you have a problem. But, but in any event, um, I, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm concerned about it. And I'm more concerned the meth might have had something in it that uh, – perhaps i don't know what is done i don't know what you, and i don't it's somebody would have to sort of examine you to see what kind of state you're in see what you're still
1: experiencing yeah i right. want to know what that first 12 hours was like yeah because he had plans he was fucking yeah. hitting some meth and taking some rhino pills what how ha- i would like we're getting the sad story eight day day eight i want to know like what what happened hour
0: six what was he doing was he loving it <laughs> That's what I want to know. Where'd he go? Yeah. Uh, used to, this is, uh, I used to smoke weed almost every day for many years, quit for a year, then recently got back into it. Haven't slept through a full night since I was four. I wake up three to four times a night. I took a hit of my cartridge, then climbed into bed to sleep when I started to get extremely anxious. My breathing was very inconsistent. My heart started beating quite rapidly and intensely before I felt like I could only explain as my heart exploding. I felt a pop in my chest and everything went numb. Oh boy. These are all... I keep doing drugs, everybody It's awesome It's very healthy I wasn't breathing But was conscious Hmm I felt like I was looking From behind my own eyes So that's dissociation uh, Checked for a pulse Felt none My girlfriend and dog Were asleep Next to me Trust me, you had a pulse You would not be moving about yeah. If you didn't have a pulse Finally got in the shower and slowly started to come back to reality, normal breathing. He made it to the shower with no pulse. <laughs> yeah, right. If you ever heard of something? This was a panic attack. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was a panic attack, and uh, weed can induce panic attacks, which is interesting. Both coming off can do it, and being on it. I took care of a patient once that was um, had lifelong severe panic after uh, like the fourth time he smoked weed. Now, and that's not to say that he might not have had panic attacks you know inevitably anyway but we can sometimes open that pathway panic is like a a circuit in your brain that can get opened up from psychological experiences and depression or from substances so
1: i had um my first so again xanax was one of the things i did every day for like eight years but i never liked it like i was never like oh i love the xanax high like i did it once when i was 23 and drank and i was like this shit's the worst like i don't i don't this is not my speed
0: you like the upper stuff
1: no, I like the upper, but I know I loved like opiates, but I just mm. didn't like the Xanax. Like the Xanax yeah. was like, bleh. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, numbing, I don't,
0: don't slow down, everything. And yeah.
1: it also like, I didn't feel high on it. Like, I, I don't know. It was just a very different thing for me that I was like, so no. you know. So you
0: took on it for eight years.
1: Right. Yeah. So <laughs> the reason I, the, the reason that I- So it took it for eight years. That's exactly what it, happened. What years. happened, so I was like 23, 24, I don't know the age, and I had my first panic attack, mm. and I knew a friend who had panic attacks, and I said, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I supposed to do?" And he's like, "Just take Xanax." And I, I never asked anyone else another thing about him. I just took Xanax for the next eight years. <laughs> to control the panic attacks. <laughs> yeah, to not to not get <laughs> it's so but, funny.
0: It's such an addict thing.
1: Yeah, where I was just like, oh, "Okay, this worked," yeah. and like I never, nobody ever told me like, "Hey, man, the withdrawals from that are, are really there? bad." So I I wasn't taking a lot. I was taking like three milligrams a day. That's a lot.
0: It's not. It's not a little. A little is a little. <laughs> a little is 0. 0.125 milligrams or even 0. 0.25 a lot is a milligram
1: yeah so i would take uh three bars i would take no no no. a bar is two so oh, i would those, take a bar right, and a half bars, yeah so i would do um i would usually, and now
0: think about it they could kill you because they slide fentanyl on there right yeah. yeah
1: so i would take Sheesh. uh i would take Oof. like 0. 0.5 six times a day or like mm. i'd start with like a milligram or whatever, but I was.
0: And it, it, you're in withdrawal all day long, so you're essentially. Oh, to, would you get, get up in the middle of the night to take one? What? Would you get up in the middle of the, of the night? Oh, and never. To take
1: one? Yeah. No, because I would do so much drugs that I would sleep right. for eighteen hours. <laughs> Jesus. Because what I would do was I would I would. Uh. So what my process was: I'd wake up in the morning and decide: Is today a drinking day or is today a pill day? Mm. How
3: would so, you decide?
1: Uh, just how I felt, or like, yeah. oh, it's somebody's fucking birthday, or like, it's a, yeah, it's a whatever. No. Like, I, we're, we're you know, we're not taking pills. Yeah and then uh, cuz i would never mix pills with drinking which is great like i mm. i mean i tried it but i never like was like oh this is my thing so i would uh I, and then if i decided that i would take uh like i usually start with like a Percocet, and then i would play like fucking online poker like do video game, like whatever the fuck it was like isolate and just like be in a zone And next thing you know it'd be time to go to bed but in that 18 hours i would be alternating like oh is it time to take a xanax or is it time to take a percocet smoking weed Mm. whatever
0: you know were you did you play poker professionally or just sort of recreationally
1: so when i was 18 i went to like a poker place to uh play poker and like I just instantly was like I'm better than these guys mm-hmm. like I, I just have it and my mom was like when your grandma used to babysit you she would just play cards with you all day. Oh wow so you knew how to play like all this stuff where like people had to learn. Mm-hmm. I was like oh this is like in me. Mm-hmm. You know so then I went to Vegas to play and I was just like I love this shit so much. But which is weird because like I hated I mean for a little bit I liked it but then like I hated like gambling gambling. Mm-hmm. Like roulette yeah, or yeah. blackjack or this just but dice
3: numbers yeah
1: yeah where yeah. like poker is like you play against other people you yeah. know the casino has no edge against you yeah. where i was like why would i play blackjack against a casino when they win every time is yeah. so stupid yeah. you know and i really like i looked at it i took it like a job where like i was studying poker videos eight hours a day like mm-hmm. i was very like when i was into it it was something
0: that and would I just, you just go to make money or would i mean to sort of support yourself or were you actually trying to go pro sort of thing
1: uh so i like it's weird. I don't know like, how that works. Even. That's yeah. a, I, yeah. And even when you are as deep in poker as you could possibly be, yeah. you still don't know how it works. Yeah, You're like, yeah. when do I say, like, I'm a pro yeah. poker player? Because it was all I was doing and I was making money doing it, but I had money from Soprano, so it wasn't like, without this, I don't. Yeah. You are know, like, I could leave for a month and not play poker if I didn't mm-hmm. want to. And if I was having a downswing, which every poker player has, I wasn't like, oh shit, I can't pay my bills. Right. So there's this weird thing of like, when are you a professional? When are you not? Yeah. But there was a time where like, Five days a week. I was at the casino and all I wanted to do was take in more information about poker hmm. and learn about it. You still it. play it? Uh yeah, but not as much. Like I, it's I a really fun game. I stopped in the beginning of COVID because the casino shut down mm. and people like play online. I can't play online. Yeah, like yeah. the the You have to see people. Yeah, to see yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and so like Do you I'm, do
0: anything to do you wear sunglasses or do anything? To- no,
1: all that yeah. shit. Once you're playing for like, yeah. you know, I've been playing 10 years. Like so Nadav, Nadav's come to the casino, right, Nadav?
0: Yeah, I ran into you there one time. Yeah. In Vegas?
1: No, LA. At
2: a uh, Hollywood Park casino, I think.
1: Yeah, Hollywood yeah. Park. It was great. And wow. uh But I don't do like, you know, once you've been playing for a certain amount of years, you know, like I'm not, I, I could flop like the best hand in the world and I won't even flinch. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just like, oh, this, you're more focused on like what is this guy doing what does he have yeah Than playing your own cards you know interesting very interesting game i I, i'm not good at it but i I always enjoy it yeah and the 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 best part about it to me is like you there's never an end like you're never like oh i've learned everything about poker like every day there's something new and well and
0: and the human across from you is different yeah and that's what
1: and that's a great thing too about like sitting across from people in vegas is you're just you're like the terminator like you see them and you're dissecting everything you're like look at the shoes like this guy's wearing uncomfortable shoes he doesn't plan on sitting here like 16 hours for 16 hours like i do so i use that to my advantage like i know he's going to play more hands than somebody like me who's in a fucking pajamas ready to play for 18 hours if
0: i have to in other words what you would sort of you, you would sort of throw in your hands unless they're good. Was that the, what happened?
1: Uh, no, it was more so like, so if you see somebody, you could play different ways, yeah. but like if you see somebody who's going to be a lot looser, it makes you give them like a wider range of hands. So mm-hmm. you're like, I know he could have this, he could have this. I and see. also like, if I know that he's not here for a long time, I could bet more. And he's, he's in a mode of like, I'm going to call or I'm going to fold where really good poker players will go. Well, if he bets this much, I'll call. But if he bets this much, I'll fold. Uh, So then you're playing those games with those players. where, like, I know if a guy has a big hand like that guy and he plans on being here for two hours, he doesn't want to fold. uh, If you go play poker once a week, you don't want to fold a big hand. If you're there every day and you know it's the right fold to make, it's a lot easier.
0: And and so so I understand what you're saying. It's other people do too. When you say it's, it's. Like what? what's her name dana one of the twins that plays poker always says it's you know it's making it's making the right decision not necessarily the decision uh, that's uh I, I don't know how to say this it's like
1: it's it's the it's the right decision over for this a circumstance long period yeah. of time yeah. then yeah and that's the thing when you watch people who are just playing for that in that circumstance yeah. but it's like no you have to be like well i know if i make this fold a hundred times it'll yeah. be right 90 mm-hmm. you don't worry about if it's right that time yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, I want to watch some videos with you before we wrap yeah, this yeah, thing up, because I was looking forward to this. I understand you're a fan of some of these videos. I don't you're, know what you're, we're going to see. Your, your mom's house, I don't either. I love uh, it. So I know what you're going to see. The, the mom yeah. has uh, uh, set these up for us. Don't make me sick to my stomach, please.
1: Uh,
2: are these all horrible or
0: hilarious? Or are they uh, yes. TikToks? I mean, you had
2: some TikToks from the last show, too. Yeah, we're pulling an Audible here. I'm showing you just people getting hurt.
1: Uh. Love it.
0: Oh, oh, she bounced. My goodness. All right, keep going. Hold on.
2: How badly could she have gotten hurt?
0: Though? Uh, probably not that bad. There could have been a pop,
1: but like I I go by horrible or hilarious by if I feel it in my body. I usually go like, "Ah, I didn't really like
2: that."
0: I I, I go by really whether I think there's a serious head injury or they could have, uh, like, injured the spine. I don't think yeah, she doesn't like care she about fell that. She felt right on the spine. She, she did, but she was, she was sort of... She's very muscular, and she was sort of... It was not flat. It was sort of a... a she was sort of rolled up when but she But that hit. yelp that she The did. yell sounded bad. She hurt yeah. herself. I mean, she's hurt. You know, one more but time. But she's not go damaged. Go <laughs> Ouch. Ouch, yeah. Ah. Well, she's moving her arms after. I know that's good, right? And legs, too. She's, she's rolling around. She's, yeah. She knows. She's taking... I, I see somebody who's taken this fall and falls like it more than it a couple of times. <laughs> so that's all. Just damn. That again. And by the way, they're not on concrete. you know what I mean? That's yeah, a, yeah. They're, True, they're yeah, in the, a gym. This floor is meant for yeah, falling. Right,
2: exactly. Yeah. All right, okay, what about right. this one? oh. <laughs>
0: What is what's he doing? Oh, so he oh, is working shit. on a fire oh, yeah. oh no When you're from New
1: York City, you know what your boy's doing. <laughs> oh, oh
0: no. <laughs> Damn. That was fairly horrible. It wouldn't have been as horrible, but he got wrapped around that pole. That shot that no no parking sign. Did you see that part? Yeah, can we see it again? That's where he got hurt. Yeah. Of course we can, Rob. Him. Fuck. It's bad enough getting that force into your body, but then getting So he's hit- trying to unrelease the valve and Bam! then it just takes oh, that See the pole? That was the bad part.
2: Now actually, Drew, I have a follow up question for this. Yeah. Because I, uh, I mean I've been going through a rabbit hole of just watching uh pressure washer videos. Oh my
0: god, you and Annie.
2: It's
0: <laughs> just so strange. To so me.
2: they were always saying that it's just like, oh, careful with it with like this touching your bare skin, you always need to have gloves on because there's such high pressure that i could just wedge stuff into you that's hard to dislodge. Fuck. Is there any is there anything here where it's just like oh that pressure is just spraying bacteria and like Oh no. like shrapnel bacteria if you no, will. I
0: mean if there was so, Yeah. No.
2: Every
1: kid in New York City would be dead. Yeah, exactly. Cuz that's what we did in the yeah. summer. You fucking you turn on the fire hydrant and that's where like kids are playing With this the... pressure though? isn't uh, it usually no, going usually up? usually no. Yeah, that's that's pretty that was pretty intense. <laughs>
0: No, I think you're okay. It's really that the, it can tear your skin. It can right. tear your skin Oof. off. That's and the then problem. wedge bacteria into it. And you get infected. Inside it. the body. I mean, you're, you imagine it like a bullet. I, I'm not thinking of it that way.
1: Will you swim in Lake Austin? Is that shit all safe, do you think?
0: I don't know. I, I've not spent enough time here. I, I've run by the river. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. The birds certainly get along. There's a
2: there's a big paddle boarding community here. Maybe it's best to not swim in it because they're out of the because they're standing on top of the... Oh, right. no, so I, I, much... I've already swam it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Relax. saying, like,
1: I, I just want to know it's what... It's probably uh... okay. It's probably okay. Yeah. All right, keep going.
0: I think we have seen this one. Or this guy has... Oh, that's not oh, See, I
1: felt that not that's... in my balls, in my <laughs> dick.
3: <Yeah.
0: laughs> which
1: is crazy. I that, I don't know why that and happened. Let's see that again. <laughs> <But> yeah. Oof. <laughs>
0: I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because <laughs> usually so you
1: feel stuff in your balls. Yes, yes. But that was just dick. Yes.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way he hit his face. He's not, He's not. Uh, you know, going to be permanently, I mean, he's not, he's in his brain, but he may need some dental work. <laughs> Let's God. put it that way. So he may have crushed bad. his zygoma here, too. Is
2: like is the, the what?
0: Zygoma. You want to show a picture of the zygoma? I'd love to. So, <sighs> here we go. <laughs> Just so we know what we're talking about. Zygoma, yeah. There it is. See that that uh, it's the thing that 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 sort of has a bridge to it. So that's not an orbital bone? Uh no. He I don't think he hit his orbit. I think he hit his cheek mm-hmm. and the zygoma's attached to that and that's sort of the weakest link. Uh so, there you go. Fuck. All right, we got one more
2: horrible or hilarious for you. Okay. I'm ready. Sorry, that was I've enjoyed these so know. far by the way. These were good ones. Yeah, no one's dying in these We made Ron's dick hurt, so it's all good. It's good.
3: Uh
0: oh. Screwballs on Parader never never goes well. Wow. Uh oh. Oh, He's fine. (laughs) Yeah, he's, he's fine. Totally. He got up and finished his beer. I, tr- I promise. Yeah, he licked it off the floor. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Look how the beer is spread all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's so, hysterical. So it's great. like a spin art. Yeah. No, he's fine. It wasn't even, it was neither horrible nor hilarious. Well, sort of hilarious. So I want to see some TikToks. I haven't seen TikToks with you guys in a while, and, I, uh. and I'm sort of. Jones and for that christina p bringing hey by the way to the show yeah she she brought for her for her thing hers
1: her ymh just that that took it
0: took ymh to another level no she has been on her game again lately by the way you notice you notice the difference it never went away no the cat on a surfboard told me something was wrong right and by the way Uh. she she heard me say it and corrected course 'Cause I had dinner with her right mm. after that. And she's like, You're right, I right. I have to much of the kids. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. can you
1: talk to can you talk about what I think is maybe the best TikTok of all time, which oh. is the the Down syndrome people in drag? Did you see that one?
0: No, I don't think I saw that one. Do we
1: have to oh. me a couple that? minutes? Do I get to show this to Dr. Drew for the first time? I think so. I oh think so. I wish I didn't even say the title. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> it so gives why too can't, much away. So
0: why can't Down syndrome people have gender fluidity and that's the and, question? There's no problem with that. I mean, Downs is a kind of a spectrum, you know what I mean? You can be very severely delayed and, and not so much. Well, I want to quote Christina
1: P. here just so everyone knows. I'm not saying this. Christina P. said this. She said. Are these words that
0: we have to bleep out?
1: No, because Christina P. said <laughs> I know it. she says stuff that I often have to bleep. <laughs> we, so. She said, how is it any different than putting my dog in a sweater? When you when you're dressing yes. the Down syndrome people oh, in drag, other, so
0: other people are doing it to them. Well,
1: we just we just uh, the imagination runs wild. Okay, you so don't know. so
0: if the parents are doing this, um, a, a severely impaired Down's patient, I would say it's 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 why people, by the way, object to people doing that to animals. It, it's a little exploitative. It's not the animal's choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, So she's yeah. got a point. Yeah. Now, a more sort of cognitively present uh, Downs type patient would easily choose to do it on their own. Well, and wait, could till, wait till you see
1: Ernesto. Okay, is that his name, name? Yeah. what's the last francesco. guy francesco francesco oh, I all right remember.
0: thank you rob for bringing me up to yeah. date on what oh, this is why i made this is from the i feel hit. like i'm back in my first visit to your mom's house it's an honor goes, what do you think of this this is a 10 out of 10 <laughs> for me this okay. is
2: from the hit group drag syndrome what What is does that called? the drag syndrome what does that mean they're like down, down. They syndrome. have Down syndrome. Drag, and They're dressed. Dra- is, is it is it a, a TikTok title or it is it... a group of people who have Down syndrome who are dressing and
0: dress? And do they like have a community and talk to each they're other like a syndicate? <laughs> no, but I mean, do they know each other? <laughs> I'm not very involved in the community. I just we have should be. With. This is this is the, your next RPC I'll tell visit. You, yeah, I, why don't
2: you look into it, Drew, and report back? I, to I need
0: us. some help on yeah, this. I, deep I need dive, to go. Drew. Yeah, please, I'm in. Drew deep dives.
2: My name is Finn Star.
0: And I am Lady Mercury
2: Nikita is My darling queens Francesco What are you laughing at Drew?
1: Francesco <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Yeah So what do you think here? You said that there are I... different uh,
0: levels Can we get some level checks? Well I love them I love them. Me too. Right? Yeah. And, and I mean that not facetiously. No. I like everything about what they're doing. Love them. They're on their own doing this. They're into it. They're in, I don't know quite what they're, they're I, I have, we must find them. I need to talk to them. We, we must find them. We must find these. Folks. <laughs> yeah. But but do we have more Francesco so I can understand what's going on there? All we have. This is all we have. Uh, there's
1: there's one more that Christina P sent me. A Francesco I, one?
0: Uh, I don't know if Francesco's in it. But I, see, just... I can't tell if Francesco is more delayed or <laughs> or or Francesco <laughs> really because I think I could. No, no. Or Francesco <laughs> just will have none of this. Like she's all right. he, 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 yeah. and I don't know is that he or she? I don't know what their pronouns are, but, uh, but we're but in I, trouble already. Let's, yeah. But I don't know if she's just like fuck y'all, you know what I mean? Right. Or if sick of it. Yeah. Or if she's more impaired, I, I can't tell. I just can't tell.
1: But if 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 Francesco is that impaired, do
0: you think it's okay to? No, it did not feel right to me to, to yeah. do that to her because she does not like the other three or four or whatever are, are, are way into it. Good for them. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, like yeah. this Nikki is like it's, like, uh, it's, it's a party. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I like seeing that. Lady I, Mercury. Oh, they're just, this is, I want to see, I want to see their show. Yeah. They're, it feels like there's a show attached to that. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I well, don't what feel What would the, Francesco do in the show, right? Yeah. Francesco, I, I, I. It makes me sad. This is this is back to me being sad around your mom's house. I know when I'm seeing an important video yeah. at your mom's house because I feel sad. Yeah, but it's a full you get a full ride. I, I got a full ride on this one, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. The other guys gave me the yeah. high. The other folks gave me the high. Is there is there's no more for us in this? In that's this all zone? you get, Drew. Oh my God. I love it, man.
1: Rob, I love it. That's, we gotta, that's a ten out of ten to me. I know. I need you K-Tucks to come go.
0: with me on some of these expeditions. Well, yeah, we gotta, uh, I, you know,
1: you know what, to, you know what, you know what you could do? Okay. You come up with a list of things, and then I want to hear if you can figure out if I would go or not. Because I'm telling the dinner, I would go. The dinner I, with RPC- So far, RPC, not been,
0: I've, been, I've been you know, four for four, whatever it is. Yeah, I the mean, dinner sort RPC,
1: of, I'm down. But when you were like, come to RPC's crib? No,
0: I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be- Well, would, I get the zone you're not into. I get it.
1: Right, yeah. So yeah. that's what I want to- sort of, uh, It
0: sort of goes in the smell zone. Things that have odd smells, yeah. you're not really- <laughs> The if smell it, Whatever zone. it is, if it has an odd smell, probably not going to be your thing.
1: Yeah, but- I would deal with a bad smell if the payoff was so good, but the payoff to be in his apartment—it's like I've already seen. It's
0: it's very different that if one of these guys shit their pants and you had to deal with that than being in RPC's apartment. Those are different things. Yeah, well, because also
1: as a guy, you walk into a bathroom and you smell shit. Like it doesn't live with you. Exactly.
0: You know where like I RPC people don't understand these smells that. That stay, they literally stay in your nose. I mean, you smell it for days afterwards. And then in your and it's brain. not really a memory. It's it's like there, right? And I then really when believe... they
1: smell, when you smell that in the future, it brings you back to yeah. that place, and yeah. it's just a horrible. Yeah.
0: It's a real horrible <laughs> thing. RPC. This is not about you. This is about Rob and the stuff he was exposed to, in the apartment. I love RPC. And, right. We yeah. love you. We love. Yeah. You. We love yeah.
1: You. It's so, more. I, I. It's interesting. I wonder. Like what people like do people have different sensitivities to their senses of like for me smell is so tolerance, bad yeah tolerance. yeah yeah we're like seeing something yeah. i can get over it
3: quick yeah but like, i don't like seeing
0: stuff either right so yeah it is interesting how we have different um intolerances it's an yeah. intolerance and and, and it's and it sort of goes towards disgust and and uh fear Disgust and fear are sort of the, uh, the the feelings attached to it, and it's also right?
1: how long, right? Because like if I'm if it's a one second smell, I could I could deal with anything, but right. when it's that, uh, I know it's going to be women. But for but three a one days. second
0: visual, Fuck. a one second visual could ruin you. Yeah, that's right? very it's, true. It's a little different. Yeah. All right, Nadav, am I done here? Because I could just keep going. Yes, you are done. <laughs> all right. Well, pleasure, my friend. Good to see you again. Yeah, I'm so glad you, you came around. We yeah, thanks have, for having we, me. We now have missions that we must go on. We have things in our future that we must do together. Yeah. Um, the rest of your staff from Pajama uh, Cast and uh, Pajama Pants, everybody's good.
1: Amazing. Jamie Lynn's living. She would come do this whenever. She lives here. Great. Uh, now she moved here. I might be moving here, not really sure. And then my other friend, Cassim, is doing incredible. Great. Yeah, we'll
0: say hi to them for me. Yeah. And uh, we thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time.